Hello, and welcome to An Unconventional Guide to Success, where we are exploring concepts and discussing real-life examples, showing that the path isn't linear and the journey to success is self-defined. My name is Linda Misagatis. And I'm Scott Montgomery. And we will be your guides. I do think that it's funny that 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 isn't just the norm, right? It's funny that that right. the normal is to be stressed out, negative, grouchy, think everybody is just out to get you. Um, you know that uh, to your point, you get cut off, you get angry. Um, you know somebody bumps in you, to, bumps into you in the grocery store, and you think like, oh, that was intentional. Um, and it's really kind of funny that if if we took what you just said and we took the approach in life to say that everything is coming from a good place and view it that way first, first that we would find ourselves probably not so less conflict and yeah. And because again, most of the time you don't know what's going on in someone else's life. And, and now, you know, generally in, in traffic and that you cut you, if you can think like, well, maybe they, maybe there's something going on that's urgent. Um, instead of just immediately thinking that guy's just an asshole. Um, you know, you just think to yourself, gosh, maybe there's a reason why that person is driving erratically and that it wasn't, it was directed at me. It wasn't a personal shot at me that this person did what they did. Well, 99% is not a personal shot. I'm going to take this opportunity to tell you a story that I think is really important here that I have firsthand experience on. And it's around the triathlon that I was disqualified from. And I wrote about yeah. it in the book. So yeah. I'll give you the cliff notes here today. But I was of good peak performance having trained for a triathlon. I was stronger. I was healthier. I had a good mindset. I was in the process of certifying to be a leadership coach. So I had some tools and tricks of the trade on how to meditate. Mm -hmm. And I was learning things that we've been talking about in this podcast. And I got to apply them all in one moment. When I was going through a a water line, I had stretched out my back and taken both hands off the the handlebars of my bike. And one of the officials pulled up next to me about 100 yards past that station and said, you're disqualified. You endangered other bikers by not having goodness, by not having control of your bike. I'd never heard of this rule. Nor did I really understand it was a possibility. And I had been training for six months. And that's basically the guy that just came in and cut me off on the highway, right? So it's the (laughs) same sort of logic of how I would feel when I was like, whoa, whoa, I've been training. You can't DQ me. Who do you think you are? I'm an angry, mad, you know, unreasonable guy now. And as I was riding my bike back to the finish line, I literally said to myself, what are your kids going to see at the finish line? How can you make this a positive? You were not ill intended in breaking rules. They right. just did their job and calm down. And I had a 26 mile back ride back to the, to the station. I was in a 70.3 and I was at the furthest point. Wow. So I had all this time to go back. I, I, I meditated on my bike the right way. Yeah. Right? So I wasn't yes. in a quiet room with my feet grounded. I was right. <laughs> centering myself on my bike. And when I got back, the winner of the race was coming through. His name was Andy Potts. And he happened uh-huh. to be trudging through the lane. I was un- taking my stuff off the bike rack to take back to the car. And I stopped him. I could have shuddered, but I stopped him and said, hey, congratulations. By the way, we're the complete polar opposites in today's race. And he said, what do you mean? And I said, well, you're the winner and I'm coming in the complete loser disqualified. And he said, oh, yeah. I've never heard of that rule. And I said, but think about the polarity of the p- position you and I are in. And I just got to meet you and you're world renowned. So thank you for stopping and saying hi for a minute. Do you mind if I take Aww. a quick selfie? 
Yeah. Well, I was able to go back to the hotel later that day, and I ended up meeting the paraplegic portion of the race in the pool and all the stories of people that were finishing the race for all the experiences they had in life that I would have Uh never met had I just done the race. I had another race director offer me a free race and my kids were noted being adorable and cute because they were young and around by the race officials. The following year, I went back and did the race again. And those same officials asked my kids to kick off my heat of the race on the microphone. And so all these great experiences occurred because I didn't go in with the normal you know, uh, anger. I went in with the not intent, not ill-intended mindset. Yeah. And I was in peak performance to be able to apply that against my own genetic self of negativity. Your brains are wired for negativity. So I think that's a really big, long story to share, but it's really important how all those pieces come together and they created a positive experience that I want to pay forward that helped me get here. Right. Yeah. You, You pay attention to those things and this isn't always taught in school or this isn't always, it's the school of hard knocks that sometimes teaches. I know you've got a few lessons yeah. of your own you want to go yes. over. Yes, yeah. That will perpetuate the concept of this self-care. It's not all no, about yoga and breathing. It's about right. mindset and shifting and maneuvering to find that success. Yeah. And being able to do all that requires healthy eating, healthy self-care, working out. I call those things self-care. Yes. Yes. No, I think it's so important. And I love that. that And that is a great way to kind of bring it all home is um, that it's all of those little things because eating healthy, again, you can view that as negative when people are saying, oh, well, you know, you stop needing to start eating junk food. And so you just, you take that as a negative where it's just that, no, you'll actually feel better when right. you eat better. I mean, cause I find that with myself, right. When I get into bad habits of um, eating mm-hmm. junk or, you know, it, especially like when I was traveling a lot, but you know, you yeah. just, it is a garbage um, all the time. And, uh, and so, and some of it was comfort, you know, whatever, whatever psychological sure. game you play with yourself. And right. and I think it, you know, it's like to justify right. your behavior and even like movement, movement is so important. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be a triathlete. You don't have to run marathons, go take a walk. Um, you know, just any type of movement is good. And I think that that's part of it is that there has become such a stigma around some of these things that again, it's beautiful is negative, right? And mm. there are multi-billion dollar industries built around um, all of this. When, if you take it back to basics, I think about yeah. when I was a kid, my mom did portion control without us knowing that she did portion control um, because she served our food for us and she gave it to us on a plate with, with the proper portions to eat. And that, mm. that was just normal. Somewhere along the line, um, things just got messed up, right? And everything has become so much more complicated. And so I think it's just kind of bringing it back to that simplicity, those basics of eat, eat right food, move, don't, don't assume the negative, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Mm -hmm. view things positively. It's just like such simple little things that you can change in life that will make such a huge difference. But we just self care and and do that. We don't stop and do that, but the self-care aspect of it will expose that. Yes. So, yeah. so going back into the self-care aspect of it, for me, the pings, the dings, the emails, I turn them all off at the gym. I mean, I, I was surprised I was texting you the other day in the gym and yes. you were off getting your nails done. I was working out. I typically yes. don't respond to texts in that, that situation because you need the, a minute to just process. Yes. I am so highly driven that working out 
is not, a, you know, I also do the working out as part of the thought process clean, but I yeah. like a, a good massage where I just turn it all off too. Yeah. Yes. So you can balance your self-care with the desired results and your own personality. Yes. Yes. Nobody loves, some people just don't love to run. I, yeah. I enjoy running. It clears exactly. my lungs. It makes me feel good. It perpetuates positivity. Yes. No, a hundred percent. It's like finding those things to your point that make you feel good and give you yeah. a chance to, to just kind of unplug and be in the moment. Um, yes. and, and to your point, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be anything big, right? I mean, it, can it doesn't have to be, be right either. Thing. No, it, you're right. It doesn't yeah. have to be right. You don't have to sit on a pillow um, and close <laughs> your eyes and, you know, do the whole, um, it, you don't have to do any of that. Um, it's for me, it is literally just in those moments in the morning with the dogs that I can meditate through just listening to, um, to my, my meditation. And I, I find that in it. And when I don't do it, I find I'm out of balance for the day and I'll go, Oh gosh, what am I missing? I'm like, Oh, you know what? I forgot to do that this morning. And I will go back. And that is something I can do on the road. So that is like my one grounding thing that I can take with me no matter where I am. And I do that when I'm on vacation or whether I'm working, you know, on a work trip or when I'm home, because that's, that is my one thing that that just kind of it's like okay i i can go on with my day now because i've i've done this and i feel so good the, about it and so the point of this for me is these young entrepreneurs that we're trying to attract to these kind yeah. of messages to our podcast and these these up and coming leaders it is a really critical piece yes. for you to be able to work on your physical wealth well-being as part of your mindfulness yes whether that's to turn it off or dial it up whether it's to work out or walk whether it's to get your nails done or get a massage yeah it is a component that cannot be overlooked in order for you to be working at peak performance totally agree no i think it's so important and i love that you said that you do it whether you're on the road or whatever i'll tell you real quick i was leaving my house this morning i overslept and i missed my gym window Oh, and instead of racing off to the gym and trying to get that in real fast and coming in here and jumping on this podcast, I said, you know what? I'm going to take my foot off the gas. Yeah. I'm going to have a nice cup of coffee. I'm going to come in well rested. I'm going to come in watered and fed for our podcast this morning. But I put my gym bag in the car. Yep. And I laughed with my wife and said, if I don't make it to the gym, you can rest assured I'm going to eat crappy tonight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's so So it's amazing how it perpetuates. The, the, if I'm not going to work out, then I might as well just eat whatever I want. Right. But when I worked out and I felt good, I'll eat the protein and the vegetables and I'll feel, and it'll perpetuate. And that's really the piece I'm trying to drive home here with this, this chapter. No, I like that. And it's, it's to your point, you pivot, right? You you pivoted this morning and you said, okay, I missed it. It doesn't mean that I have to just throw it out the window then and have my whole day go to go to shit, right? You're going to right. just are going to say simply, I'll go to the gym later, um, but I am going to go to the gym because if I don't yep. go to the gym, it will upset my the way that my brain operates for the day. And, and I think that that is the important side of it is that just because it's a, a routine or a pattern or, you know, a, a habit. It, if you miss it at the, at the window that you normally do it, then you just do it later. Um, but do it because it's important again, because that's why it's a habit, a routine, you know, those are so important for you to incorporate because well, then and, to your point, you don't allow yourself to make the excuse of then why you got to throw it all out the window. Well, I love that you said the same thing about walking your dogs. you you know, maybe you didn't get to it this morning when we're, when we hang up here today, maybe you're going to go get those dogs. You're going to get it in because your goal yeah. of self-care Yes. Matters. 
Yes. Yeah. And I think that's really important because, you know, I do think that that happens so much, um, with, uh, with people in general, but I also think with, uh, with, as you're starting out, especially as you're young and you're kind of going into this is that, um, just because things go a little sideways, that doesn't mean you got to throw it all out, right? right. You just, you pivot and you start over. Yeah. So if you set out with a goal that you're going to, um, you yes. know, you're gonna, whatever that is, and then things are not going the way. Yeah. You just, you just stop and you go, okay, well maybe the goal was too big. Maybe the, maybe whatever it was, but I'm going to stop for a minute. I'm just going to reassess and I'm going to yep. reestablish and I'm going to reset and I'm going to do what makes sense the next step. But it doesn't mean that I just throw it all out and just say, Oh, well, I guess I failed. And so now I just give up. No, and that's the chapter of these book. These chapters matter, and I believe they matter all the way through. And so, for example, I was working out in the morning when my kids were really young. Yeah. I was working out the 6 a.m. shift because they were getting up at 6 a.m. I could get them yeah. fed, hand them over to my wife, get to the gym and get to the office to then tackle my work goals. Right. right? Yes. But at a certain intersection, it got a little tricky getting the kids off to the bus stop getting them to their rides to school and everything. The workout, the morning shift didn't work out for me. So I had to move it to the afternoon shift. Yeah. I didn't throw the goal out. No. I shifted. I pivoted the time. Yes. Well, now my kids are driving. It's back to, all right, well, now I can go in the morning before they're even up or off and then get themselves to school. Exactly. Yes. So you maneuver with the time, but the self-care chapter for me includes working out. And that matters for me, again, to be goal-oriented, that habit, routine, pattern, is required. And quite frankly, some of my friendships and relationships have spawned from the gym. Yeah. Right. See, and bringing so it all, all back home, right? So yeah, exactly. Right back exactly. to that first yeah. podcast is that yes. it all it it all matters. And I it think that that's really, that is the important part. And, and you said that, you know, the chapters of the book matter. And it's because the way that we're trying to kind of lay this out and really yes. help our viewers, our listeners understand is that, um, you know, it, it all kind of works together. It's building a foundation. And then what do I do with that foundation? Yes. And then how do I maintain that foundation going forward? And I think think it's all really important. And to your point, it's cyclical and it all ties together. It's that whole circle of life um, concept that, you know, everything matters and it's all relational. And I think that that's important for people to, to remember, especially really young people excited. as they're starting out. So, well, I'm really excited about how you've embraced the book with me. Thank you for that. I'm excited for how the team that we've got assembled here is helping us put this podcast together. And, yeah. and, and what's really interesting is, is you're right about how we've laid this out. We're going to get into leadership, communication, yes. uh, world gate way, yeah. uh, some of our cultural behaviors that have emerged in business as a result of implementing these things we've talked about today. So it'll be really exciting. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to getting into the World Gateway and, and how yeah. this all kind of comes together in business itself. Yes. So I me really too. appreciate it. Me yeah. too. I totally agree. We hope you enjoyed this episode of An Unconventional Guide to Success. In each episode, Scott and I will share experiences and relationships that have shaped us. Our next episode, we will discuss communication. The single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place. George Bernard Shaw. An Unconventional Guide to Success is an inspirational, motivated series hosted by Scott Montgomery and Linda Misigatis, recorded on Riverside.fm. Music, editing, and production by Logan Misigatis. Check out Scott Montgomery's new book, How Did You Get Here?, and all the helpful related materials at www.howdidyougethere.com. 
Thank you for joining us on our journey. If you would like to reach out to us, our contact information is in the show notes. At the end of each episode, we would like to leave you with a few questions offered to guide you in your personal exploration of how relationships and experiences are building your success. Take time to reflect and write about what arises. What are your self-care practices? What can you do to focus on self?